All right. So, welcome back to Experiencing Gold, an RPG podcast. Uh, I'm your uh, DM, Nick. Joining me, as always, are Sam, Connor, Keith, playing Mm -hmm. Catmint, Malachi, and Pariah. Hello! Jumping right back into things, you guys just splashed into the, uh... Oh, wait, not that one. Ocean? Ocean. Water. Ocean River Lake. That's the one that I'm thinking of. I'm definitely thinking of Ocean. <laughs> I got you. That's the big blue wet thing. Uh-huh. It's very Whoa. salty. Not as salty as you, though, Connor. <laughs> Depends on the game announcement. Is this because, like, I just eat a lot of salt? Or is it because I'm an angry boy? Because it could go both ways. It could honestly. easily go both ways, yeah. now that I realize your love for pretzels. Yeah, yeah, like, he I'm probably, like, at least 60% sodium at this point. But I mean, both ways. But I mean, Connor, pretzels is the same. Pre- pretzels is the same, Nick, and Man, they're all delicious. The same. What? Man, pretzels, pretzels is, is the, the same. same, Sam. I don't know what you're saying. I'm a teenager now. Yes, that yep. is correct. Oh, God, I forgot about <laughs> that. I should have thought of some catchphrases. Maybe I'll uh, improv some. But hey, anyways. Sam, I got a question for you real quick. Yes. Mm. What's, uh, what's Catman's team name? Um, uh, um, Cat- oh, figure it out later. Figure it out later. Favorite and then favorite? Figure it out later. We're moving on. Sorry. Because I was just going to say Tiger Beat. That works. Because <laughs> that's, <sighs> that's a magazine. And I thought you were going to ask something where Tiger Beat would be an applicable answer because that's a cool teen thing. <laughs> oh, if you guys are interested in cool teens, go check out the podcast Still Buffering. It's one of my favorites. Cross promotion. Oh, oh, that bit was a poor choice because it didn't work out how I was hoping. I'm no. sorry, Nick. <laughs> Do your job as DM and I'm get sorry. this train back on the tracks. I mean, we're careening tried. towards an edge right now. It. And the children are gonna die. Uh, We're the children. We're gonna die. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, Catmint is now. May we? May we continue? (laughs) If you must. May we start? Uh, That was the goal. All right. (laughs) To an hour of weird improv like this. Oh, shut up, Sam! (laughs) Literally, Sam, shut up! (laughs) You can't derail it. To be fair, that was mostly my fault. Both of you, Keith, you're doing great. Thanks. Oh. <laughs> For it's better because Keith's in the middle on my screen, so I can look Me to too. like either side and be like, "Screw you, screw you, keep up the good work, son." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, dad doesn't love me. So you guys, my dad's my fiance in that situation. Oh God. <laughs> so you guys <laughs> go into the, the ocean, the deep dark. Water. We are. I'm flat. I'm flapping around like. Ugh. You know how to swim. Yeah, well, you've lived near didn't water. Didn't we? Wait, didn't we? Determine, I learned when I was fifteen. No, just didn't kidding. Didn't we determine I know how to swim, last but I'm being episode an though? Didn't we determine last episode that Catman floats? Yes. Yes. Catman <laughs> floats. However, because her people uh, know how to do that because they've been living there so long, she just needs to. Uh, drink the magical potion, because remember you guys all got gills? Yep, yep. Yeah. Yes. Which is very helpful for Pariah, because he sinks. He sinks. You can move. You don't sink as bad as Malachi is, though. 
No. Just like a rock. Just <laughs> straight down. Oh. Everyone else is doing this like graceful little like swim <laughs> down move, and I'm just I've got my arms crossed. <laughs> just mm-hmm. going straight down. Malachi is the anchor. Yes. Grab on to me. Oh, there's I fish did. floating around everywhere. I named that one Carl. Oh, cool. And um, you do eventually see um, a sunken ship. You guys are swimming for a little bit, and you okay. do see a sunken ship. Everybody, okay. uh, obviously, because this is something that's going to draw your attention, everybody uh, make me a perception check. Okay. Malachi rolled. Let me move this gate window out of the way. Malachi rolled a 21. Ooh. Let me open my character sheet. <laughs> my computer is freezing. Oh. Really? There we go. Okay. It just doesn't know what to do with Roll20 sometimes. Roll20 character sheets are laggy as heck. Especially the ones we're using are especially bad for lag. I wish we could find better ones, but there aren't. I mean, there's I one that's 15. pretty much just the, like, the core sheet that we could use that, like, doesn't have all the, like, added math fluff. Pariah is off to a great start in his cursed rolls with a natural one. Oh, beautiful. Ooh. For all a right. total of five. Pariah... You, uh, look at the sunken ship, and that's all you see, is a sunken ship. Whatevs. You're like, that's cool. And, uh-huh. uh, Catmint and Melakai, you guys see... <clears throat> you guys see, uh, a little bit of a glimmer coming from within it. Okay, there's something in there. Huh. Um, you wanna go take a look? I mean, no, I don't want to. Let's swim back up to the surface. Malachi, you're never getting out of this ocean. We have to go. We have to go look at it. You're never gonna get out. You live here now. Does part of you becoming a teenager somehow make you even more sassy? How do you expect to get out of this ocean? Take all your clothes off? I start sinking down faster if that's possible. <laughs> uh, you don't think it's possible, but it definitely looks like you are. All right, good. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> all right, so you guys all swim towards it. Uh, okay. Malachi swimming is pretty fantastic to watch due to the fact that he's just in full armor. I imagine it's like a really bad doggy paddle. Very bad. It looks incredibly graceful because of the full plate. <laughs> yes. And uh, as you guys start swimming over, uh, Pariah, you feel a small tug on the finger that the ring is on, and you hear a voice in your head go, Hey, hey, hold on. So you guys see something shiny in a ship that's on the bottom of the ocean floor, and you're going to go go to it? Well, I mean... I need another one of you. <laughs> you, you. You don't need... No. <laughs> no, I'm no, I'm the only one of me there is. You don't understand. That's how great I am. But whatever, if you want to get your head bitten off by a shark or something, that's cool. Well, I mean... That sounds fun. We're, we're, we're doing this for Catnip. That stuff looks pretty neat, and his collection is not complete. <sighs> Does she do this normally? 
Yeah. Yeah. Kevin, oh, it's gonna be think... one long trip with you three. I hate you too, Mr. Ring. Have fun. Ugh. Alright. I don't, I don't hate you. I just like messing with you because, again, you did try to kill us. You yeah. deserve this. Yep. I'm a little more aligned with Malachi, but, uh, I get why you, why you tried to kill us. I still hate all of you. <laughs> I like how we're examining our morality in relation to this ring. Like, <laughs> this, is, this is really telling. I mean, I get it. He was bored. Yeah. But so you, anyway. you kill people when you're bored? Uh, to be fair, he does. <clears throat> uh, okay, you got me there. We just keep going. I don't think we listen right. to the ring. Everybody make me a perception check. Okay. Another one? Another one. Come on, better than number one. Uh, wow. 17. Sorry, I cut you off there. Uh, 17. Ah, good. You guys are dumb. You know why that's good, guys? Why is that good? Because you all see the shark that's coming your way. Everybody roll initiative. I don't want to <laughs> fight it. <sighs> oh, it is a very, very, very large shark with lots of teeth. I don't want to. As you know what we should do? We should get to... it trapped in a, in a porthole. I got a four. I got a nine. I am rolling. I got a twenty-three. Ooh, that's really good. All right. How did you do that? Let's get that pecking order down. He rolled a nineteen on the die. That's how he did that. Whereas <laughs> we rolled a three and a seven, respectively. Beautiful. He has really good modifier. It's Dex. Yeah. I'm All right. Rogue. So, Pariah. So it is mm-hmm. your move. You see this shark coming at you. I'm going to assume that my gun will not fire underwater. It will. It's magic. Oh, it will. Okay. Orin enchanted it, remember? Right. Love it. You guys all have modular weapons now. Or items. Sausage. All right. So since it works underwater, I'm going to shoot my revolver at that shark. That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> uh, that is a non-natural 20 to hit. All right. And it takes eight poison damage. Kersploosh. All right, so you you hit it in the side, but like I said, this shark is like 30 feet long. Like, this thing is massive. So, while it did hit, it, it's pretty unfazed for now. But it does know where that came from. And it's coming after you. And what is your AC again? 14. 14. That's gonna hit. And you gonna take... 12 damage. He's a big old shark. That is, in fact, a big old shark. Yeah. And uh, that's going to make it Malachi's turn. Uh, I'm going to use my move action. I'm going to try and swim to Pariah. Okay. Uh, do I need to do anything? No. You can just swim. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to swipe at the... I'll pull out my longsword and attempt to run the uh, fish through. Okay. Uh, that's 16. Does a 16 hit? Yep. Always two hand, my dude. I know. Just Unless I'm casting sure. a spell, always two hand. Always two hand. 
Uh, 16 hits? Yes. Then he takes 11 slashing damage in his stupid sharky face. So the the water around you is starting to turn pretty red, given all of the, uh, you know, blood being taken out of the shark. With a little bit of uh, more of a black viscous coming from where Pariah is. Mm-hmm. Uh, cat Viscous. Viscous. Yep. You said viscous. Yeah. I heard biscuits. Nope. Aww. Viscous. Black biscuits. That's Black what Pariah biscuits. bleeds. Black biscuits just floating in the water. Yep. That's what Pariah bleeds. I mean, <laughs> what do you have in your veins? Grits. Grits? All right, Catman, yeah. what are you doing? Waffle mix. I have a question. What size is this? He said already. Huge. She's talking uh, mechanics-wise. Oh. That's not going to help me. No. I cast Charm Person. <laughs> It's um, not a person. On the, yeah, okay, well, like, I can surely still do that. No, it has to be a humanoid for charm person. Mm-hmm. Pariah, do you have a big enough, like, tin that we could fit this in there if I made it a little bit smaller? Uh, Why don't we have a bag of holding? That'd be so useful. You haven't, you haven't tried to find one. We need a bag of holding uh, so we can put the shark inside of it. Open up a bag of holding underwater, bad things happen. Very bad things happen. We could get the shark in there. Anyway, and then she fires off, uh... Ooh, that would be a bad idea. I'm not gonna do what I was gonna do. Were you about to use Witch Bolt? (laughs) I was about to Well, yes, and also Shocking Grasp. Both Um, bad ideas. I'm gonna do Poison Spray, but I'm gonna intentionally Poison Spray right by its, like, gills. Ooh, okay. Okay, do I get bonuses for that? Um, depends on if he saves or not. Yeah, that's what I meant. Which he does not save. Hooray! So, uh, roll for damage, and I'll just let you know. Or I'll keep a mental note. Alright, so he takes that much. And that brings us back to Pariah's turn. All right, oh wait, wait! Since... Before, before, before that, Catmint, uh, make a wild surge roll. The vicinity of uh, being in so close of a vicinity to the origin of your, you know, change, yeah. is causing unpredictable things to happen. Fifty-three. All right, roll me a five d six. Sixteen. You can't get drunk for sixteen days. Well, sellers are <laughs> gonna sell it to me anyway. <laughs> it's fine. All right, Pariah. Now it's your turn. I should write that down. <laughs> All right. Um, given that uh, Melakai is now next to me, I'm gonna take out my short sword and go for the uh, go for the shark around the eyes or nose or gills. Okay. Weak spots. Gotcha. Uh, that is a 24 to hit. Yes. And that is 17 damage. 17 damage. Oh, man. Rogues, though. And then <coughs> I'm going to take a bonus action to disengage. Okay. Sounds good. Just kind of backpedal away from him. Mm-hmm. Which means the shark is going to come after uh, you, Malachi. Isn't disengage an action? Not for a rogue. He's a rogue. rogue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a rouge. 
Like, the bot. I'm very cunning, and that lets me move quickly. So, uh, Malachi, the uh, shark attempts to chomp down on your arm. Defensive stance. And, uh, yeah, so you defensive stance that. Uh. And its jaws do go around your whole, like, half of your body, actually. But you feel a crunch as... And you look down and you see that there's a, you know, Yoel has coalesced over the armor where he would bite. And he has multiple broken teeth. <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, it's a shark. They'll grow back. Yeah. Yeah, immediately. They're already back. Shark, shark are fun because you can just say, oh, yeah, and just there's a shit ton of teeth that break and it's no big deal because they're just flavor fun. Shark anyway, Malachi, it's your turn. All right, so I've got the shark around me. I feel uh, like this it, is the perfect. It, it got back, like it reeled back from that. Of course. Can I can I have a a flavor? <coughs> of course. Can I do a flavor thing because I want to while it's still around me. I want to take my sword and I want to try and like jab it down into like the top of its head. Okay. Like skewering this boy. Okay. Or girl. We don't know the shark's gender. It doesn't care. Feel bad about. Yeah. Uh, twenty-one to hit. Yes. Ooh. And then eleven Joe DiMaggio's. That. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Please don't sue us, Joe DiMaggio. Where have you gone, Joe DiMaggio? The nation turns its lonely <laughs> eyes to you. Anyway, Catfinch, <laughs> it's your turn. <laughs> um, I'm happy you laughed at that comment. Um, I I have a question. Yes. How close can I get to it? You can get right up next to it if you really want to. I want to jab it in the eye with my quarter staff. Okay. Poke <laughs> a shark in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want me to roll for that? Uh, roll a d20. Can I roll dex? No. no. Why? It has well, to be a certain type of weapon. Is it quarter yeah, staff and dex weapon? Wait, quarter staff so. is a dex it is. It's uh, versatile. But it's not finesse. I think it would only make for sense monks. for me. I'm trying to aim. I'm not trying to, like, smack. Yeah, but it's still not a finesse weapon, though. Yes. That's my argument. No, Sam. It's a weapon. Yes, Sam. No, Sam. <laughs> if a okay. spear isn't finesse, then jabbing with a quarterstaff wouldn't be finesse. Yeah. That's weird, oh. given that it's 17 a... to hit. Yes. I do three damage in its eye. Okay. It flinches, but... Did I poke it out? No, its eye has not been poked out. I swim away. Okay. <laughs> you don't have reach, though. I know, I swam off and poked it and swam back. So it, that would provoke an attack of opportunity, though. Well, if it eats me, I guess I could poison <coughs> it from the inside, which might be kind of helpful. I don't swim back. Okay. <laughs> that'd be fine, right? Like, I could do poison spray inside of it, and that'd be, like, super effective. Potentially. <coughs> and then Malachi can cut me out. Pariah, it's your turn. <laughs> like a tauntaun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to and aim... I'll say... I'm, I'm, I'm going to aim a ray of frost at its gills. Okay. To try and freeze it and That's suffocate awesome. it. Yep. I love it. Uh, that's a 15 to hit. Yes, that hits. So it takes five cold damage. Poof. And uh, you do notice that uh, you've hit one of the gills. It's a very wide shark. Mm -hmm. uh, so you didn't, you weren't able to get the other one. But 
um, you see that they've kind of frozen shut and the shark is kind of like swimming on one side. Yeah, that's what I wanted. He's struggling. And uh, he's going to thrash about and attack both Catmint and Malachi. And Catmint. Yes. What is your current AC? 16! That still hits. What up? Oh. He rolled pretty high. I'm so proud of it. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's awesome. Burst in your bubble. Literally. Alright, you're gonna take 13 damage. Uh huh. And uh, Malachi. Yeah. Uh, he tries to bite you, but you uh, sink very quickly. <laughs> I, just, I just drop down. You just drop. You just, you just stop Oop. kicking and just. <laughs> and he bites funny. his own tail. I give him the bird as I go down. He is a shark and is not sure what that means. It's more for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Get a little bit of self satisfaction out of it. That's cool. <laughs> Malachi, it's your turn. Alright. You wanna... are now under the shark. Okay, that's exactly where I want to be for this. I want to, like, stick my sword up in the water air, uh, and water I'm going air. to, like, kick my legs, and I'm going to try and swim underneath it and, like, slash, like, across its belly going down. Okay. To, like, try and just, like, uh, just shimmy this it? thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, two hand, 24 to hit. Yes. For nine damage. All right. The shark's looking rough, but it's not done kicking yet. Catmint, it's your uh, turn. Question, can I use my bonus action to do something as well? Is it an attack? It's a skill. What is the skill? I know sharks are attracted to blood. Can I look around to see if I see any uh, friends coming? Friends? Oh, like other sharks? Yeah, shark friends. Oh, yeah, you can roll to see if there's more sharks coming. Dude, you can always make a perception check. Okay. I just wanna... Unless your eyes are closed. Unless your eyes are closed, but then you have to roll a perception check to hear. Um, you don't see any actually <coughs> strangely there's only one shark in this ocean it ate all the other ones we have and we are killing. single-handedly extincting a species extinct the species kill the megalodon anyway. we're the heroes guys Cat call me ishmael hey um, hey connor you you guys committed genocide in one of my other campaigns so that was I... 90 percent the other uh <laughs> Shit, what was his name? Fuck, I forgot that guy's name and he was cool. Bryce? Uh, uh, not Jake, Bryce, yeah. Wow. So, Captain Bryce, you know, America. You know they listen Shout to it, to you, right? Cap. What? You know they listen to the podcast, right? Bryce, I'm so sorry, my dude. <laughs> it's okay, it's Captain America. <laughs> anyway, Catmint. Um, uh, have you changed your mind? Can I now cast Charm Person? No! <laughs> it's still okay. an animal. Uh, it is still I'm gonna a fish. poke it again in the eye. Actually... Uh, I'll do more damage this way. Alright, I do poison spray again. Okay. Please make a saving throw. I mean, there's literally a charm animal. It fails. I don't have that. Roll for damage, Catman. Why do why do you assume that I have that, Keith? If I had charm no, I'm animal, saying, I'm I would saying be that casting. Because it exists, charm person isn't going to work. Ever. I just <laughs> eleven damage! Alright. So, you shoot at the one gill that is still open, and it retches about as it breathes in all this noxious water. And, uh, roll me a d100. You already have done so. I did it, because I'm a smart girl. She got a 93 for our listeners. That's the year I was born. (sighs) So, for (laughs) the... it, It will last only a minute, so you know. But you grow in size, and you are now 
effectively a medium humanoid. <gasps> oh god, did Cat hit puberty? I don't know, this will only last a minute. I'm so excited right now. So you're around five Look feet tall. Look at me! And it's proportionate, not like she just got stretched. It's like... Guys! <sighs> guys! Look at me! Kind of think of, like, Mario. She, guys, you know how his head you. is definitely too big anatomically? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of that same idea. Guys! We see you, Catman. Look, yeah. It's just weird. I'm so big! I'm Congratulations! Pre I am more preoccupied with the shark that is trying to oh, eat us. My acne yes. is bigger Raya, now, it's your turn. Uh, can I hit the other set of gills from over here? Yes. I'm going to try and do that. Alright. I'm so big! With a ray of frost. Yes. Don't hit me! I'm too big! Uh, that's a 12 to hit. Yes, that hits. That is 8 cold damage. Alright. So, you freeze up its other gills, and given that sharks do not have swim bladders, and given that it starts suffocating, it just begins sinking to the bottom... Uh, I'm until it to... hits the ground and dies a very cold, silent death. Can I put it out of its misery? Can I, like... Oh, yeah, you could coup de gras if you really want to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't since, want it to suffer. Especially since you're right below it. <laughs> yeah, like as, it's, like, as it's floating down, can I just, like, stick my sword point end up so it just kind of falls onto the blade? And this is I a can... much larger An shark than you're imagining. Death. I'm, like, skewering it through the head, though. That's where the brain is. Yeah, it's 30 feet size. long. It's a 30-foot-long shark, bro. Okay, so here's where, again, I'm going to make the case for tokens would be helpful. Uh, I'm he said still it. Going to, I'm still going to, like, skewer it through the head, though, to, like, end its misery. Okay. That doesn't change the fact. Okay. Uh, I am going Pariah. to pry out one of the teeth. Okay. Pariah, shake my hand! I can look you in the eyes while you do it! I'm so proud of you for killing that shark! I point And as I shake his hand, I shrink back down to tiny. <laughs> no, I and I'm like, no! I no, pointedly ignore you. you until you're fully shrunken. It was your fault! Your mother did it! <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. because you I didn't believe you. in her, Pariah. Cat That's never, why she shrunk. Never gonna uh. talk to you again. <clears throat> Yoel, Yoel asks you, she goes, is that is that a normal thing for your kind catmint? Is what? this like a growth spurt type thing, but then it goes away? Yes. Huh. No, I can't lie to you, y'all. You're the only person who really likes me here. Oh. It's not. Something weird is happening whoa, whoa, with whoa, my whoa, magical whoa. powers. Hold on a second, catmint. <laughs> yeah, hold on a second, catmint. Yeah. We're yes, sinking in don't the you ocean, talk. killing sharks. Pariah, don't you Just start with to me. be friends with you. Don't Just you because start. we're friends with You're you. You're the most rude of all of them. If it means anything, I don't like you. Chimes in the ring. Oh, thank God. I thought it was Yol. No, <laughs> no. Yol has a much softer voice. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my hand on Catman's shoulder. And we're both kind of floating downward at this point, probably. <laughs> Catman, when I left home, my brother was but a baby. I never had any other siblings, so I've got to make up the extra time by being doubly mean to you. I've never been so sad in my life. <laughs> Alright, well, we're almost at the seafloor, I'd imagine, at this point. Yes, you guys arrive at the seafloor. <laughs> at the, uh, at the, uh, just at the uh, front of the ship. And it's a broken wreckage, you know, it's pretty decrepit, it's pretty decayed. There's 
barnacles and all sorts of kelp and seaweed growing all Do over it. Do I recognize it. it? No. Okay. None of you guys recognize it. It's just a ship for all you know. But you do, you guys do see the shiny stuff. What is it? Shiny, shiny. It's a chest. Uh, it's a trap. Oh, a chest. Yeah, it's a trap. <laughs> and the ring goes, oh, come on. You you honestly think somebody's pulling the same gig I had going? That's over. Yes. yes. I mean, maybe not the same gig, but a gig, probably. I mean... Raya, throw the ring at the chest. But why, I do want to say, I am pretty proud of myself for calling that shark. Who called that shark? I called that shark. Pariah. Do you want to go back in the pocket? Priya, tell him did who you, called the shark. Did you literally call it? Like, <clears throat> No. Because then we'd have to really... I mean, I could if I wanted it. to, probably. I hate you. And I yeah, hate he did you. call the shark. Like, right before here. Alright, well, I guess thanks for the warning, kind of. You're welcome. In a weird roundabout way. Uh-huh. Were you not listening to what I was saying? Uh-huh. What? I don't... I... The ring has gone back to ignoring you at this point you've gathered. <laughs> so that chest... Probably uh, a trap. The ring's not yeah, as clever or unique as he thinks. Uh, do you do you want to check it out? You're one of them roguish types, right? I suppose. Please? First, I'm going to look at the area around the chest. Uh, you say... Like, oh yeah, just make me a perception check. Just looking for... Yeah. Ah, uh, that's a 21. Alright. You see that there has... This area has literally been undisturbed. Like, even the ground has not been walked over by small plant... By small animals in a very long time. Nothing um... has touched this place. You kind of get the feeling that maybe the treasure has nothing to do with the shark. And that perhaps the uh, the big ship, the wreckage, was actually the shark's home. And it was just protecting its territory. Yeah. Well, yeah. I... Yeah. Yeah. Um, the fact that nothing's gone near that chest, though, bothers me. Uh, so I'm going to take out that tooth I pulled out and okay. toss it, you know, as best I can in the water. Yes. Lob it over towards the chest see if it triggers anything it goes a a little bit it goes a little bit and it flops like into the sand right in front of the chest and nothing happens i'll give it about a count to five okay you count to five and nothing and then head over okay you head over and i'm gonna check out the chest itself all right it's a pretty standard chest um you know wooden make with gold uh uh embroidery kind of idea and the side of it, one of the sides has caved in, actually. And okay. inside, you can actually see a bunch of stuff in it. Well, I'm going to pick up my tooth. Okay. Pocket it again. All right. And uh, with a perception check of 14, do I see any noticeable traps Nope. on it? All right. See nothing. I am going to tilt it on its side with the open part facing up. All right, you tilt on it on its side. And I'm the open going part to, is up. I'm going to look inside and see what's in there. All right, so you see um, a couple of, like, parcels, it looks like. Um, and then you also see two uh, little satchels that seem to be very full of something. 
Okay. Uh, assuming that the wood is, is nice and soft, I'll reach down and pull those things out, and if there isn't enough room, I'll make some room. Yeah, you can pull it all out. Yeah. So you so gather I'll pull it all out. All right. All in all, there are uh, three parcels and two little um, satchels. What do the satchels feel like is in them? Uh, one feels like there's definitely money in it. I'm going to pocket that. Okay. And the other one uh, feels like it has uh, a bunch of, like, orbs. Okay. Like, a bunch of spherical objects. The best comparison I can give you is a bunch of, like, small, like, half the size of pool balls. Like the large marbles. Yes. All right. I will head back with the three parcels and the other bag. Okay. And uh, when you arrive, uh, the ring just goes, Hey, guys, this dude just pocketed one of the things he found. Yeah, that, that doesn't surprise me. I'm pretty I sure... Gonna, I was going to ask what he found and I mean, I didn't it. try to hide it either. Right, I know. <laughs> Did it make you feel happy? Who, me? No, not the ring. Pariah. Did you like pocketing it? Did it bring you fulfillment? It was easier to carry her. You can keep it. You value that more than I do. I mean, I, am I, not, I do not value the monetary and material things of this world. I do. So. <laughs> she totally does. Too. Is Catmint <laughs> a nihilist teenager or what? Awesome. Are you asking that? Asking Malachi. Oh, okay. It's entirely possible. I mean, we met her when she was, what, like, 20? So. Maybe she's just rebelling. Oh my god, although, you guys. Although I guess when you think about it, her, her body is the one that aged, right? <laughs> She's still technically a 20-year-old. Yeah, but it's Katniss. In, in mind, you know? So, like, wouldn't she it's, still have the same experiences and personality traits? It's Katniss. If she oh, thinks yeah. she's 13, she might just act like she did when she was 13. I'm just being annoying. Oh my gosh. Like, okay. <laughs> you know how I like to annoy you guys a lot? Imagine that, but like seven years ago when I like had no sense of like uh, actually what annoys people, so I just threw everything out there. I feel like I'm regressing back into that a little bit. Just, you know, getting in touch with my, my younger self. So anyway, <laughs> let's, uh, let's see what's in here. Actually, let's hold off. These might be waterproof. Oh, and uh, we might damage something by opening them down here. Whoa, check it out. Somebody had a great idea for once. Shut up. No. <laughs> if, all right. If yeah, Mariah, for I, once. May I, speak, I mean, may I speak to the ring for a second? Well, I mean, I mean, for once, somebody had a great idea because we all know that hiding out on a ship, luring people to a mummy is a terrible idea. Hey, it was working totally, for me pretty all, we all right. It's we all know totally that trying to kill trope, people not created. could rescue you is a great idea. Yeah, but you see, they can't handle this. Bubble witch! Bubble witch! She's going to draw the witch here. That's I the think last that's her thing you want. I think that's let's her goal. Go, let's go Bubble find witch, her. Come curse Cat, this Catman, wait. No, 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 no. Let's go to her, Catmint. So, you guys are being dumb and boring. She's also probably, like... Find a place to rest at some point because we didn't have a long rest after uh, after fighting the mummy, right? Yeah, you did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we you did. had like two uh, days. Yeah. Oh, I'm, shit. I'm I specifically to... stated that. that. Damn, I could have been using my axe. Pack those uh, parcels and bags away. Okay. Sounds good. All right. I still want to talk to that ring for a second. Okay. 
talk to him, he can hear you. Hey, Ring. Yeah? I'm just gonna throw this out there. If we're gonna be traveling together for any extended period of time, the only thing that's currently keeping you from being melted down into your constituent gold parts is... Me. A, you probably being magic, B, pariah, and C, uh, the fact that you haven't been too much of a dick yet. So maybe tone it back on the sass just a bit? He goes, I could be as sassy as I want, it doesn't matter. Pariah, if we find out that whatever's enchanting him isn't very useful, can we take him to the nearest forge and just plop him into the lava? Yes. He says, bitch, kings used to wear me. Yes. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything to me. Hmm. I have to... I have to be the most irritating person in this party, no. and this is really great on my nerves. We're not going to melt him. If he gets too annoying and is utterly useless, we sell him. No, but then, you know... We I sell him to somebody him to we don't pain. like. As comedy! Look at this funny ring! Ha-ha! Let's go. Yeah, Bubble Witch, we gotta go track them down. He's number one on the iTunes comedy podcast list. So, as you guys swim out a little bit further all of a sudden the music changes a little bit and uh, you guys obviously I assume you begin looking around because this is unprecedented why would this happen and you see in the distance what looks to be a hut coming towards you like a little like little cottage and this hut has octopus legs and it is swimming towards you, or really crawling over like rocks and stuff to get to you. Yep. And Should we hide? <coughs> uh, it's not gonna help. And eventually it reaches you guys, and the door opens, and a snake with an old woman's head slithers out and uh, looks at the three of you, and she says, Welcome to my hut. Baba Naga. She goes, yes, that is my name. Come inside. It's been a while, Catmint. I hate you. I'm going to kill you someday. She turns around and goes back in. I hate her. I, like, I'm going to pull my sword a little bit out of the sheath. Do you just want me to charge in? Yep. I cast Mage Armor on myself. Okay. Does anyone have any healing potions? I fully draw the sword. Uh, I do have a healing potion. Can I have it? I'm going to, uh... Yeah, I'm gonna hand her a healing potion. Okay. I mean, I'm pretty bad off here. I'm I'm another one who got bit by a shark. As well. Uh, Can I use my my weapon potion on someone else? Can I, like... Mm Mm-hmm. I can? Mm Mm-hmm. Alright, I'm gonna touch Pariah with my sword, then. Okay. So use, use it as if you had used a uh, potion of healing then. So, uh, Pariah, you uh, heal by being touched by the sword. 2d4 plus 2. Alright, and then right. I'm going to brandish uh, my sword and charge right into the, the, the hut. Alright, you charge into the hut. The moment you cross the threshold, you uh, disappear from their sight, and you are surrounded by blackness. And you cannot see anything. We'll get back to you in a little bit. You too. Yeah. Yeah? Are there any other ways in than the main entrance? I mean, there's windows. 
But anything open? No. Hmm. What uh, what do they see when I? Well, it's it's very poorly lit on the inside, so they see you go in, but there's nothing. I am interested in doing something. I'm going to head into the hut. All right. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, Pariah. But on my way in, I'm going to ask the ring. So, what do you know about Baba Naga? And he goes, "I'll be honest, man. I don't know much about her. Right. I know plenty of other stuff. Shut up." <laughs> what do you know about the Reapers? So what? you go in, <clears throat> and the That's moment. You cross the threshold. You also find yourself in completely pitch black. There doesn't seem to be an up or a down, but it doesn't feel like you're underwater either. I am going to roll history using my Tides of Chaos, so I get uh, advantage. Okay. And I am interested in figuring out if there's any stories that I remember from being a kid, any like legends and stuff of this sort of hut. Okay. Roaming the waters. I, th- I I rolled the worst I've ever rolled in my life with advantage. Uh, a first rolling a natural one, and thereafter rolling a five. So, uh, you don't recall anything, unfortunately. Well, <laughs> no time like the present, and I go in. Alright, and you too, once you cross the threshold. Oh, I should have said something else. Oof. I should have said, I'm going to find my fate, or whatever I said in the first episode. Your destiny? My destiny! (laughs) My destiny awaits! Yep. So, once again, you two, all, you as well, Catmint, I mean. Yes. Complete blackness, you don't know where you are. So as you guys are all standing in this total blackness, it doesn't feel like you're in water anymore. Um, you can breathe just fine as well. Um, none of you can see each other, and up to each and every one of you, slithers up Baba Naga. Oh, I hate you. I attack her. To eye level. At the moment you draw your weapon, she says, child, that would be futile. He still does it. I still, yeah, that doesn't change the fact, I still slice. Okay. You're such a good friend. This is what Cammond asked me to do. Thank you, friend. That's just Sam. At Mrs. You cut through her, and she poofs into a puff of smoke. And you hear a voice behind you, right in your ear, say, Please, there's no need for violence. I'm here to help you grow. Spin around, slice again. Poof again. Catmint! Do I hear that? No. Pariah! You don't hear that either. So, up to you two, when she walks up to you, what she first says is... I spit on her. She <laughs> poofs. <laughs> and then reappears in the same spot. And to you, when she says that, she says, Catmint, please. Please what? Please what? Be civil. I won't! You know I won't! You cursed me in the first place, and I, I hate you! I did not curse you! You absolutely did! You call it a curse because you do not know what it is. No, I know what it is, and I don't want it! Has anyone died as a result of it? Yes! No! No yes. one has! I've killed people! I'm not a person who kills people! 
You're a person who saves people, are you not? Uh, I spit on her again. She poofs. <laughs> <clears throat> and disappears this time. Uh, Pariah, she slithers up to you and she goes, You're the only one that I have a hard time reading. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she says, I assume you've seen much in your day. Mm-hmm. What, what causes you, what compels you to travel with those two? Mm-hmm. She says, very well. Maybe it makes sense to you, but it doesn't make sense to me. Maybe I will never understand it. But I just find it interesting that one who calls himself Pariah would be found in the company of others. And then she says, of course, speaking speaking of the company of others, and Pariah, you feel yourself, like, it feels like somebody dropped the floor out from under you, right? And you just plummet down. Okay. And now you see your, you feel yourself, like, land, and you are sitting at a defendant's table in a courtroom. And there's a lot of people, and the judge slams on his gavel a couple times, and he goes, All right, all right. Court has resumed session. <clears throat> Pariah El Arushtek. You are charged with the genocide of your entire species. How do you plea? Genocide. Yep, every single one of them. Dead because of you. Not guilty. Not guilty. Really? Not Where's your proof? Guilty. Contact Duke. Duke. Contact Scribe. They're dead. I spoke to them just days ago. And uh, he says, bring in... Bring in the, uh, the evidence, and in walks, um, a person holding both of their heads. And he says, you said you spoke to them recently, did you not? I spoke to Scribe in my mother's tower. Mm. He was too busy to even say much, but... She was gone. You may have no. even killed her, too, for all we know. I'm going to ask the ring. Is any of this real? There's no response. <laughs> we'll cut back to you. Mm-hmm. Malachi. Mm-hmm. After the second slash and the second poof... She slithers back up, but this time far enough away that she knows you can't reach her. And she says, You know, you're always doing things that others ask of you, things that others need you to do. You never stand on your own two feet anymore, do you? I charge her. And as you do, you feel yourself fall, and she disappears. And you cannot feel your legs. I mean, you never can, but you can't get them to work. Yo, legs. Yo. There's no answer. 
you find yourself on a busy street corner, and you're uh, I, sitting. I you're sitting on the corner, and people are just walking past you. Catmint, Pariah, Yo, Yo. There are no answers. People are ignoring you. I start. I start crawling. Okay. Just like in in uh, in straightforward and I'm constant shouting out Catmint Pariah Yol. Okay. So while you're doing that, Catmint. <laughs> she slithers back up again and she says, Catmint, you know the only thing that keeps you from, you know, being the best you can be is yourself. It's not true says, it's very true. I've been keeping an eye on you for a while now. And she says... You haven't! Yes, you I have. watch me. Oh, Catmint. Catmint. And she smiles. <clears throat> and she says, Catmint, your story is just beginning. Maybe you will crash and burn and fall apart into ashes. And then she turns into the fortune teller from, you know, when you first entered, like, when you first entered the city, and then she says, But like I said, you're going to rise from the ashes and become a phoenix. No! And she disappears, and you find yourself in just pure darkness again. And just no matter where you look, it's darkness. But you can feel you're, like, you're on solid ground for sure. It's not like it's like a magical feeling darkness. It more feels like you're in a dark room. I feel my face to see if I have acne on it. You do. Okay. Um. Oh god. Um. I cast Prestidigitation to make light. Um. You do that. And like a sparkly light. Yep. Sand. Just desert. Rolling hills of desert and nothing but desert. As far as you can see. I'm going to crouch down and look at the sand and see if it is the same sand that I had seen in the previous only desert I had been in. Uh, no, this is more like the sand on the beach. Okay. Bubble Witch, get back here! I have to talk to you! There's no reply. Tear out your heart. There's no reply. Well, I bet you're hiding now, and you better hide, because I'm going to come get you, and I start walking. Alright. You just start walking? Uh-huh. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. First, I'm going to roll Arcana to see if I can figure out where she is. Okay. Because she probably has a lot of magic. Why didn't I train an Arcana? Fourteen. You know magic is probably going on, because it oh, yeah. wouldn't make sense otherwise, but you... No, of course there is. Can't really put a pinpoint on yeah. it. Uh, I wanted to pinpoint her, so... Make a make a uh, wild magic surge for Dad. me. I should just have it ready. 78. Okay. Give me one second. Um, make me a... <clears throat> where is it? Make me a wisdom save against your own uh, save DC. Um... Okay. I did not hit it. Alright. 
<laughs> it was not hard to hit, and I did not hit it. Um, for a minute, you are now a sheep. <laughs> so, uh... But because um, you are a Wilden, instead of wool, it's just like a bunch of, like, pine needles and stuff. It's actually so, more like a big chia shit. Chia, chia pet. If anyone were there to actually see this happening, you would notice that this sheep suddenly just started, like, hyperventilating, right? Like, breathing in and out so quickly more than any sheep should normally breathe. That's what's going on. It's really sad! Don't want to have anyway. having a crisis! Priya, you're back in, uh, back where, back to you. Am I, am I wearing the ring? Yes. Still? I still have all my equipment? Yep, you're wearing, it's as if you have just been, like, picked up and dropped in this location. And, uh, the judge stands up, you know, in his chair, stretches a little bit, sits back down, and he says, uh, bring in the next witness. And, uh, next person that walks in, <coughs> excuse me, is actually, um, Borscht, the, uh, blacksmith from Soup. And he says, you know, they go through all the whole, do you swear to tell the truth, blah, 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 except whatever the D&D version of it I decide is. And the, uh, you know prosecutor starts asking him questions you know like you know is this you know so and so is this pariah lr tech and borsh says yes he says and uh what do you know about this man and he says well one of the things i can say for sure is that that man brought death and destruction to our entire village not only did he do that but he tried to steal from two of our shopkeepers I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, that, that he is. was perhaps trying to, uh, you know, play the part of hero or something like that. He doesn't seem like a very, uh, honest or good person to me. Uh, you know, the fact that, and see, I wouldn't even get bent up about it, this sort of thing, because I don't even like Lorenzo. But I'm still mad that the, over the fact that he tried stealing from him. I did not try to steal from Lorenzo. And uh, the judge pounds on the gavel and he goes, You will speak when spoken to. The defendant may cease talking. And Borscht continues for a little while, just surmounting, you know, accusations of this, of the same kind, until, you know, he's dismissed off. And uh, the judge says, Does the defendant have anything to say to that? I did not steal from Lorenzo. I did not purposefully bring any harm to Soup. There were others who followed me, seeking death and destruction, and I sought to stop them. But the record says that you are unconscious the entire time. Napping, even. As they, you know, ransacked the village. You were asleep. We were attempting... There. We were attempting to wake an informant. By sleeping? By entering his dreams through a concoction created by an herbalist. And the judge, actually, he kind of rubs his temples, you know, with his hands. And he goes, 
And you kind of hear him mutter to himself, he goes, I swear to God, if he's going to try to get off on the insanity plea. Any of you can try to deny magic, but you all know it's a fact of this world. And they all look at you and they go, they all start shaking their heads. And like talking amongst each other, like you kind of hear a couple people go, magic, what is he talking about? And another person goes, he's probably going to plea insanity, I know it. And a couple others say a couple other like, like sounding things. Watch! And I'm going to try and fire a firebolt okay. at the ceiling. The moment you gra- you pull out your gun, you are tackled. I still try and fire it off. You you pull the trigger? Yeah. And you hear a click. But nothing. Just an empty blank, basically. Not even an empty blank, just nothing in the... Mm-hmm. You are cuffed and returned back to your chair. Malachi. Yeah, I'm uh I'm I'm crawling through the, the streets right now. Yes. As you're crawling, you uh you keep seeing people that you guys have met before. Um one of them, like uh the Duke of uh Bastion, he walks past and completely just ignores your existence. Um you see a couple of people from soup. Some of them who were alive, some of the ones that died, um, and all of them just kind of, like, either don't seem to notice you at all, or look away when you, uh, call out to them. This isn't real. This isn't real. This isn't real. This isn't real. Uh, I'm gonna, like, try and crawl into an alleyway. Okay. And, uh, lean up against a wall, and, like, pull my legs into myself so I'm kind of in a sort of fetal position. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna shut my eyes. I'm just. This isn't real. This isn't real. This isn't real. You're not. They're they're here somewhere. You just gotta find them. This isn't real. So as and I try ta- to st- and I try to stand up. And you can't. So fuck. As you're sitting there trying, you hear some footsteps, and you feel something like you feel somebody flick you in the head. Look up. You see, he's, you know, the sun's coming down, so you just see the silhouette. But you see a man with a thin goatee and a wide-brimmed hat. And he looks at you and he goes, Well, this ain't, ain't this a bitch, huh? Help me. And he goes, I only help those who help themselves. You're stronger than this, Malachi. I didn't choose you for no reason. Do I still have my sword? Uh, you do, but before you can draw it, he reaches into his back pocket, <clears throat> and he throws something on the ground in front of you. He goes, I figure I'll throw you a bone at least. Can't have you dying on me and all. And he puts his hands behind his shoulders and walks away, and he goes, The problem is, is you can't find her, but the problem there is you just don't know where to look. And he walks off. I look at the whatever it is you threw on the ground. It's a key. Crawl over to it. Okay. Pick it up. Mm-hmm. I guess I start trying doors. And I uh, start moving back through the street, and I'm just, like, going door to door. Trying the key on different doors? Yeah. All right. So you're going to do that for a while. Catman, uh-huh. you're not a sheep anymore. Okay, uh, when I turn back into a not-sheep, I just 
uh, uh, fell prone onto the uh, sand. Okay. And uh, Catmint is uh, essentially, she's having a panic attack, so she's like breathing really rapidly and like not thinking straight and not having a great time of it. And I think the prestidigitation probably wore off as well. So yes. she's probably just there. Sitting in darkness, yes. How long does that go on for? Bubble Witch! There's still no reply. Bubble Witch! You're just gonna keep us here. You're just gonna keep us here forever, and that's fine because I brought them here, and it's my fault that, that they got here. And just let them go. You can keep me. It's fine. Whatever. You it's, start hearing it's... some footsteps walking towards you. Bubble Witch! They stop right in front of you. I cast a lot of light, and I look up sharply. And you are staring at a mirror copy of yourself. Or at least what looks to be you. Or maybe it is you. Who knows? Big question, is it 13 or 20? 20. Give me my body back! (laughs) (laughs) Not what I expected. And it said... You always do that. You always assume that you think, you know, oh my gosh, this thing probably took my body. But you know what? No. I am your body. You just don't get it, Catmint. What did we get for Christmas? Not Christmas. They don't have Christmas. What did we get for our birthday when we were eight years old? A necklace with three seashells on it. One of them was a really small conch shell, and you liked it a lot. Uh, I stand up. Okay. And, uh, okay. So either you're really good at mind reading, or... You're no good at mind reading, Catman, so how could I be good at mind reading? See you later! And I turn around, and I walk the opposite way. So you start, like, the moment you turn around, she's right in front of you again. Like, snout to snout. Doot to doot. Yes. Doot to doot. Get out of my way. She says, I can't get out of your way. Because the only one in your way is you. That's really poetic and all, but like, that's not how we deal with things. And she pushes you. I tackle her. Alright, you tackle her. Chapman fight. Punching. I don't punch. I don't punch. I don't punch. I don't. You do don't that. punch. You tackle her. I do, but now I've realized that Catman's in her thirteen-year-old body, which is definitely not as strong as her twenty-year-old body, and definitely a lot smaller. Mm-hmm. So she scrambles away as soon as she can. <laughs> the other one stands up, dusts herself off. She goes, "Was that necessary?" You don't have to be a jerk. Neither do you. I'm not being a jerk. I'm just trying to get away. You tackled me. Don't you want to save our friends? She says, I don't know. Do you? Yes. I think. Maybe you I mean, to think they, about it. They deserve to be free, but now you got me thinking in my own head, and it's like if I'm standing in front of me, like, really, like, I, you're right. I am keeping me from going. <sighs> Yes, I do, but why are you here then? Because you don't like yourself. 
and we're gonna cut back to Pariah. So now I'm sitting handcuffed. Yes. How uh, how much attention is currently being focused on my hands? Uh, lots. There okay. are two plaintiffs. One in front of you, one you behind mean, you. Do you mean bailiffs? Bailiffs. Bailiffs. Okay. <laughs> I had to do a lot of research on courtroom stuff, and I'm not very good at it. <laughs> okay. A plaintiff is still a courtroom thing, but definitely not the bailiff. Yeah, no. Yeah, yes, there the are two bailiffs. One of them <clears throat> who is tasked with staring in front, one of them who is tasked with staring in back. I feel uncomfortable. And, uh, one of the bailiffs says, Yeah, I assume you'd feel uncomfortable. I mean, you murdered an entire species that your oh, own no, mother created. Oh, no, not that, because I didn't do that. Sure thing, killer. And the judge says, Pariah el Arushtek, you face exile and a lifetime service sentence. How do you plead? Not guilty. And he slams down on the, like, with his hands and he goes, Ah, here we go again. Okay, unless you have some sort of evidence to prove that you did not murder your entire species, we're just gonna keep doing this. How am I, one man, supposed to murder an entire group of people? There's only, like... With no one stopping me. There were only around 300 people, and isn't that what you are, Pariah? A killer? Isn't that what you do best? Isn't that no. all you've ever known? No. Then maybe the defendant would like to bring something to the stand. There's a little town outside of the country, in the mountains. Bring me anyone from there, they'll speak to my defense. I don't even know the name, it's too small for a name. Alright. And, uh, the random human-looking person that has been apparently appointed as your, uh, defend, you know, defense attorney. Attorney. I was getting there! Mm-hmm. I was getting there! Uh-huh. My he defense says, plaintiff. He says, do you, do you have a name? Give us a name, any name. We'll, we can I- grab him. Just real quick, I don't have a name for this place. That's okay. Uh, make up a person name, though. A person name? Yeah, just make up a name. Guillermo. No. If you contact Marvin, he's the innkeep. Okay, we'll get him. So you guys wait a little bit, and uh, <clears throat> the... Uh, Defense attorney says, I'd like to call uh, Marvin to the stand. And it's Marvin. Mm-hmm. And he goes up to the stand, and uh, the judge says, And uh, af- actually, what happens? Actually, what happens? Change my mind, this is even better. Um, the One of the bailiffs uh, fires around into the. Uh, defense attorney's head and just dead on the spot 
And uh, the judge says, Oh, it looks like you'll be defending yourself now. You have your witness called to the stand. Question him yourself, then. Fucking bizarro court. This kangaroo court. This is kangaroo court! <laughs> and yes, it's very much kangaroo court. Is there even a point in me asking any questions of this man, or are you just going to kill him too if he speaks to my defense? He says, that man never spoke to your defense. That doesn't answer my question. I'd rather not ask any questions of Marvin if you're going to kill him for defending me. They say, but don't you usually do things to serve yourself? Isn't it always pariah's gotta look out for pariah? I do. And I am. Then what would it matter if Marvin died so that you might live? Are you offering a trade? No. We've never even said we would kill him. Question your witness. Marvin. Yeah? How many times was your village attacked by bandits before I got there? Shucks. I'd say at least once, twice, sometimes even three times a week. And how many times after? None. Would you mind explaining to the court why? This man single-handedly for close to around, I'd say maybe around a decade even, tended off all manner of, uh, Bandits, you know, brigands, highwaymen, even a goddamned horde, like, I mean horde, of bugbears. He made sure that not a single one of us ever died. I don't know why y'all putting Pry on trial. Pry's the kind of man that, uh, you know, he'd jump out in front of a charging, uh, horse and cart just to catch a girl's you know, just to catch a small girl's doll for her. That man almost gave his life around seven times, if not more, for our village. Sure, this man's a killer, but he kills because he has to. He kills to protect. While he's talking, Mm -hmm. I'm going to start working on the handcuffs. Okay. Alright. Make me a sleight of hand. That's a 27. Alright, so... Yeah, you get those handcuffs open, and nobody notices, and you maintain it looking like that they are still on. Alright. And then uh, Marvin finishes what... Then he finishes what he just said there. I kill because I have to. I look after me, but I look after the other people that I can take that I can take care of. No more, no less. I don't try to overextend myself. I would not call myself a hero. But I try to protect people. And the judge, their head extends, like, well, their neck extends in, like, a serpentine way and lowers down to right in front of you, like, face mm-hmm. to face. And morphs into the face of Baba Naga. And she says, Very good. You pass. I go to chop off her head. Her head retracts, like, with, like, terrifying accuracy. 
and you find yourself unconscious. Malachi, you've been trying hella doors. <laughs> and I assume it's not working? <laughs> None of them. Yeah. Um, fuck. I'll look back at my legs. Come on, Yol, I know you're there. You have to be. And I, like, focus as hard as I can on whatever connection the two of us have. You can't seem to find it. I don't feel it at all. Don't feel it in your legs, man. Fuck, 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 fuck. Uh, I, uh, I... I'm gonna start looking around, actually. Do I, do I recognize where I am? You said I was in a, a busy street, but you didn't really It's a nondescript city. You've never seen this place before. But if you're looking around, make me a perception check. Yeah, I am looking around. Uh, perception. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, that's a seven. Alright. <laughs> We're gonna break the dramatic tension. You don't really <laughs> see much. It's still just nondescript city. Eventually, a uh, passerby comes down to you, and they look at you, and then they just throw a silver piece at your foot. And walk keep, off. I, I keep crawling. Okay. And uh, I, I start shouting out for uh, for my friends again. There's still no reply. I shout even louder. There is still no reply. I scream with all that I can muster through my being in just the vain hope that something goes through. Negatory, Captain. So Malachi starts bawling. Okay. Um... And he keeps he keeps on crawling forward, um, and for the first time in a long time, he thinks to himself that he wants to go home. Okay. We're gonna cut to Catmint then. Catmint. Yeah. Your uh, <coughs> your reflection is staring at you. My reflection? Well, not reflection. Your the doppelganger. Yes. I touch it. Feels like Is it you. Solid? Yeah. I was hoping you were in glass so I could shatter you and run away. She goes, Yeah, that's a very you thing to do. Isn't it though? Right. Cute how you say that I don't like myself when you are myself, so you're saying you don't like me, which makes sense why you're being so like you can't go past, cause to be a little bit rude. And she says, Yeah, cause you're a little bit rude. Okay, but I'm not you. I have a soul and it's in this body. I don't know where you're coming from, but obviously you are not actually me. There's some magic here. I know, because I can do magic. He says, yeah, you can do magic. And you know what? You weren't able to do magic before. No. So how do you know if this is even magic? You don't know. I do know. Because I would always help myself. I would help people who I care about, and yeah, you might be right. Sometimes I don't think I might be deserving of help or actually want to help myself, but you know what? I'm having a hard time, and other people should help me when I need help, because I help them. And she says, but man, you just keep going on with this whole people owe me things. No one owes you anything. No one owes you anything. Yeah, I know. 
yeah, why don't you have to be the one to come to this big conclusion and, like, grow in yourself? You're me! You do it for me! She says, and that's your other problem. You keep making other people do things for you. Take your own life into your own hands, Catmint. Hey, Catmint. What? I got an idea. What? How about you come with me? I'll stand on your shoulders and we'll get a really big cloak and then we'll be taller than everyone and they'll take us seriously for once. Deal? I stick out my hand and and if she looks down at my hand, I'm just going to bolt away. She doesn't look down at your hand. <laughs> she just stares at you and says, how would that work? People take you to- more seriously when you are yourself. I was trying to distract you so I could run away because I really hate talking to you. You're right. Yeah, and I hate talking to you. But you know what? Let's buckle down and get through this. You're really annoying. Yeah, I know. (sighs) Okay. And I hold out... I I hold out my hand again, but, like, for her to hold my hand. Okay. She grabs it. Let's go kill a bitch. She says, does she have to die? We gotta smack her up a little bit for what she did to her friends, right? Maybe. Let's go. We'll talk about it on the way. Alrighty. When does this desert end? She says, it doesn't. And you guys just keep walking. (laughs) Malachi. Yep, back into sad times. Yep. Back to sad. Uh, so I'm still just, uh, crawling forward. All I right. keep intermittently, like, calling out for my friends. Please. No one's gonna answer, Malachi. That's me saying I, that as the DM. Do I hear that? Yeah, I'm, no, I'm aware of that. Malachi desperate. Um, fuck. I, uh, start looking around again. Okay. Uh, non-natural 20 on perception. Excellent. So, you see, um, you found yourself kind of like, you know, in like a city square type area, you know, and you see the sun casting a shadow down, and within that shadow, um, is the sun's outline of a keyhole. It looks like, like, you know, there's this, this building here. And this archway there, and another building there, and then this tree, and they coalesce all together to make this shadow that has a cutout of a keyhole, you see. Gonna pull myself towards it. Okay. And, uh, jam the key into it. You just slam it down? Yeah. Okay. Like, yell, scream as I'm doing it, just like a... Ah! And as you do that, like, the moment it hits the ground, you feel yourself slowly falling, like, face forward down. And right in front of you, like, you fall a little ways, and you see something kind of glowing. And you get closer and closer, and it's it's a figure, like, in very pale white skin with long white hair in a white gown falling towards you. And, uh, she has just tears streaming down her face, and she looks up at you, and she just goes, Malachi, and out- reaches out her hand. 
grab for it. And you feel her, like, she starts unraveling, it looks like, mm-hmm. and turning into black, and then wraps herself around you and turns into your shadow. You have a rough time, too? She goes, I really don't want to talk about it. Fair. Let's go find the others. We've got a snake to kill. She says, we can't. Like hell we can't. No, we can't kill her. We can find them, but we can't kill her. I know things. (laughs) I know things, Malachi. Whatever she did to me, I can only imagine what she's doing to them. She goes, I understand. She doesn't get away with this unpunished. I understand what you mean, Malachi, but we can't kill her. We're not supposed to. Fuck fate. She goes, I agree. Fuck fate. Catman. Yeah. You and uh, your doppelganger are walking hand in hand through a darkened desert. Yep. That's that's what's going on right now. <coughs> I have a question. Yeah. Why do you always want to like make people dislike you a little bit? I haven't really thought about it too much. You have. I mean, I kind of have. You have. A little bit. It's because it's easier to be the annoying one who's really loud and says dumb things than to actually say what you think because then people are going to... If they don't like you then, like, that sucks. Because then just screw them, right? You just move on. Big deal. They don't like you. Because then you're the problem. So it's easier to make yourself the problem in the first place on your own terms, right? Okay? It seems easier. We're having a therapy session, okay? Uh Uh-huh. Like, you can reciprocate here. I'm kind of bearing my soul to myself. Yeah, that's what you're doing. You you just kind of talk, and I guide you through it. I still don't think you're actually me. She says, what makes you think that? I've never been here, and also, you're being really nice and trying to make peace with me, kind of, a little bit. You're definitely the snake lady, right? Like, that's, you're the snake lady in the body of me. No. Is that what's happening here? It is. No. So what do you want to hear? I'm super annoying because it's easier to drive people away than let them in? Is that what you're looking for? It's easier to be full of myself than to actually be humble and try to make connections? Is that what you want here? Is that what you need me to say to Is trigger how this you to feel? go away? <laughs> I'm giving you all I have in here. That's good. I'm gonna give you whatever you need to let me free so I can go see my friends again and I can help them out of whatever they're going through. I brought them here. And the you stops walking and turns to you and says, that's all I needed to hear. And... She kind of like melds into you, like in like a very fast, like a. Am I myself again? You are your normal age again. I start fist pumping. And as you're fist pumping, (laughs) 
<laughs> as you're fist pumping with both arms. Yes! You hear from behind you, you just hear, well, that wasn't so hard, now was it? I, I, I cast Mage Hand, I twirl around and cast Mage Hand, and it's like a gun, like a gun finger okay. up to her head. <laughs> That's what it looks like. And she, like, she looks to the side where, like, the finger is, yeah. you know? And she no, it's goes, in her forehead. It's between oh, her eyes. she looks up. Uh-huh. And then just goes, Catmint, you can't possibly think that's going to kill me. Freya taught me that. She goes, it's a clever trick. Your friends need you right now. You should go to them. Do it. And she says, and she, you know, slithers around you. I hate that you're a snake. And back up to face you again, and she goes, Aren't you even going to ask why? No, you're not going to tell me. It's useless. She says, But all three of you passed. You're going to be like, Oh, I was trying to make you come more into yourselves, but really, you're just sadistic. And you know what? That's fine. Some people are. I forgive you. She goes, No, it's neither of those things. She shrugs as much as a snake woman can shrug. It says, very well, if that's the case. And, uh, you feel your, like, you, you find yourself back standing in, like, a wooden room. You know? It looks like the inside of a witch's hut. You know? And you see Malachi and, uh, Pariah passed out on the floor next to you. I run over to them. Okay. Uh, I start smacking them. In the okay, face. you guys are woken up by Catmint <laughs> slapping you in the face. I'm doing this because I love you. I hug her. I. Oh! I give Catmint a big hug. I hug back and I say, "I'm so sorry." I just stand up and look around the room. <laughs> I, I afterwards on hugging, I go over to Pariah and pat him on the like the hip. You, you are assuming I've let go. Oh. <laughs> That is a bad assumption to make, my friend. So while those two are <laughs> hugging, Yoel really materializes uh, standing up next to you, Pariah, and she goes, So how bad was it for you? Pretty fucking bad. She goes, Same. You ever, you ever feel like you've ever been torn in two? I mean, I, I've been in literal pieces before. Really? Yeah. Early on, repairs needed to be made occasionally. That would make sense. So I, I guess you kind of do. Oops, sorry. Well, I mean, I didn't feel it. Oh. She turned our paints as a result. Oh. But things make sense now. I know where we need to go. Oh. Duke is in trouble. And lots Duke of is it. In trouble. Somebody told me that before. I know. Wasn't it? It was that gnome, wasn't it? Yes. The creepy little gnome. Malachi. The, the fat little gnome. What was I the let go of the plant. What was oh. the creepy gnome? Pork chop sandwiches. Pork chop sandwiches. He was more annoying than I was. True. He told me something. He said Duke, Duke was in, in trouble. trouble. And she looks at you two. And she says, and he's right. Duke's in a lot of trouble. Did you see him? I didn't see him, but I know. How? 
You would not believe how long I talked with her. I'm sorry. She's kind of the worst. I shouldn't have brought us here. No, it's... <laughs> I'm really... Catman? I'm really sorry. Catman, it was a... It was a bitch and a half. But we know more than we did before. And I feel like we're a little stronger because of it. I'm going to ask the ring. What did you experience? The ring goes, just fucking don't talk to me right now, man, alright? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't okay. I just ain't okay. Like, no, I'm not okay right now. I don't want to talk about it. Hey, Would Ringo. you like to leave? What? I have to be nicer. That's what this witch has decided she needs to intrude on my life. Do you have to be nicer? No. Probably not. He has to be nicer. I have to be more cooperative. No, I don't have that, any roles to play. That's what she would have told him, because that's what she told me, and we're like no. the same. And, uh... I know what she told him. She told him, You're not creative. It wasn't a <laughs> clever plan. <laughs> he had to live that over and over, <laughs> being killed by a mummy. <laughs> <laughs> That's me laughing, not the ring. <laughs> but anyway, hey, as you guys are talking and, you know, joking... I want to say something. Okay, okay, go ahead. Hey, guys. No. Yeah. I'm not going to be annoying anymore. Good luck. And the ring goes, yeah, I'd like to see you try. It's part Throw of your charming... It's part of your charming personality, Catman. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> I don't hate the other two, though. You guys are my best friends in the entire world, and I spend so much time being When you say two... Now, Yoel materializes right next to uh, Malachi again. <gasps> I mean, she probably meant you and Malachi. Hey, Yoel, yes? I told you from the beginning, girlfriend, you're my favorite. And she finger guns <laughs> at you. <laughs> and vips back into shadow. Now, every time I would want to be annoying and mean to you, I've decided that I'm going to be annoying and affectionate. Because that way the bubble witch won't make me go through all that again. And as you guys are, you know, as you're doing this, you hear the sound of a woman walking up. Mm. Like an elderly How do you tell woman. How a woman? What does a woman sound like walking up as opposed to a man, Mick? I should say an a old woman. Lighter. Because an old woman has a little bit of a shuffle. You know the old okay. woman shuffle. You just gendered that's, steps. That's, what? that's actually kind of fair, Sam. I've been around yeah. a lot of, like, <laughs> no, nursing homes. I had to call them there is a very specific uh, old woman yeah. shuffle. And yeah. there's also a very specific out. old man shuffle. The old yeah. man shuffle is trying too hard to shuffle because I'm still a man and I still got this. No, but no, they no. don't. It's, it's ah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna do. <laughs> we gotta ah. be in bed by the six butterflies the are attacking again. <laughs> where's, okay, sorry. Where's sorry. Jessica with hey. my tapioca? I have. <laughs> if you pretend my to be senile, I was trying to let you do whatever you want. My pants on two legs at a time since I was I seven, and I can do it now. Right now. <laughs> there, there's just gonna be an overlap of old men voices on that audio, and it's gonna be awful. <laughs> I'll just move them around and shape things perfectly because I can do audio. Anyway. <laughs> There's a very distinct old woman shuffle with a the, the tack 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 of a cane with it. 
and uh, Pariah, you turn around to see it, and it's hey, it's that it's that fortune teller. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate you. And she looks at you, and she goes, "Who's this?" But why, Catmint? You need to understand something. Yeah. I did not originally intend to imbue you with wild magic. And she says, the three of you, four of you, follow me. And she starts shuffling back. She goes, I'm not just going to go and not get my questions answered. If you come with, I will answer questions. Guys, let's go. Uh, once she leaves the room, but before we follow her, can I stop you guys for a second? Hmm. Uh, sure. Real quick, I just want to say, uh, because everyone else kind of got their piece. Um, I didn't. Thanks. (laughs) For everything. Both of you. Hey! Sure. Of course! I know I'm God's gift to you. I know your time on this world is short and insignificant, so I must hey, do what I can to help. <laughs> he's a mortal! I, uh, I'm the only one who's gonna die here! Your time is shorter and more insignificant. <laughs> I, uh, I genuinely wouldn't be able to be doing this without you guys. So. Me neither. Yo! Yol extends a hand out for a high five from you. I high five her. <laughs> well, I didn't have any epiphany or change Pariah? in personality, so let's go. Pariah, you're a good person. Don't try to fight it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go be heroes. So you guys walk forward into the room, and she's standing, and you guys, she's actually, she's sitting, and, uh, Pariah and Catman, you guys recognize this as the fortune teller's shop. I hate everything about this, but it's very good. Have you guys been here before? Yeah, I went She was in that... Bastion. Yeah, the night we met. Uh, I how... went in and she told me I'd be a phoenix. I had to be there. You it didn't. was the Heroes Festival. You absolutely didn't. I did, Catman. <gasps> I get it. Do you? Oh my gosh, they needed another hero, and then when I went down into the bubble, you realized it was me, and when I asked for my wish to fly in a plane, you thought, this is the girl who's gonna be a hero, but I didn't have powers then, and you know I would have powers, so you cast powers on me, and that's how I got there. I don't think so. She's actually right. Oh my god! Oh my god! I've been reading the old stories and keeping the old prophecies for a very long time. There were supposed to be three, and Catmint, I I must I apologize. I my powers yet, so you had to curse me so I could save the world. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong what? there. I'm not wrong. You're kind of wrong. <laughs> Catmint, you never had powers to begin with. So you're really the hero? No. You're my origin story. I should have known it. You're what? What? But Catmint, you see, the transfer didn't go as planned. Oh. You weren't supposed to have this unpredictability. Do I surge right now? <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, you know what? You yes. supposed to have yes. this. <laughs> Unpredictability. I got a 43. <laughs> uh, you begin teleporting 
just sporadically throughout the room. And every time you move, she turns to look at you, but by the time she's turned, you're somewhere else, so she turns that way. And she knows where I'm gonna be each time. Yes. I really hope this isn't a constant. No, it'll wear off in about a minute. Okay, good. But you see, the fact that I'm still alive is testament to my failure, Catmint. You were supposed to receive all of my power. But something went wrong, and you only only received some of it. Oh. Well, you know, that's good. No, it's not. No, five minutes ago, I would not have said this. Now I will say this. It's good you're still alive. It's good we didn't take all your power, and we didn't leave you in a weird half-snake, half-lady drowning on the ocean floor. No, I would have just been straight dead. You would have been half-snake, half-lady drowning on the ocean floor. I am still just half-snake with a woman's- I'm I'm a snake with a woman's face. I just chose this form because it's less unsettling. I have one more question, snake lady. Please call me Baba Naga. I will not. I will call you Snake Lady or Bubble Witch. Which do you prefer? Snake Lady's fine. Snake Lady, then. (laughs) Snake Lady. Yes. I really like the circular storytelling you have created in the Witch's Hut and in the Bubble and here and in the Fortune Teller's Tent. But (laughs) why did you have to be so mean to us when we came in? I, I kind of can't to you at all. For, you really were. You made us probably all do the things we least wanted to do in the universe, judging by how long Malachi hugged me. You see, <laughs> through my door, I have a magic barrier, and it only allows those through who are honest with themselves. And every single one of you was hiding something from yourselves. Baba Naga is me. Baba Yaga is my sister. She's the evil one. I'm the good one. Only those with pure intentions that know themselves are allowed to cross my threshold. And now here you are. Duke? Needs your help. He doesn't know he needs your help. But he knows he needs it. Or, but he does. Excuse me, I'm getting old. (laughs) Yoel will fill you in on the details. But Catmint... This is goodbye. Forever. Yeah, yeah. And she holds out her hand. Mm -hmm. You've stopped teleporting. I hated you for a really long time, and now I kind of wish we could be best friends forever, and I guess that's one of the charms of me, that, you know, I can forgive people really quickly, so I think uh, you've brought out some of the good parts of me, which makes me want to like you, and now we can't be friends. I'm sorry, you're gonna die. And I shake her hand. She says, thank you, Catmint. And as you shake hands, you feel a little small surge of power. Hey, hey, thank you! Thank you and for everything! As, I should have said it before. As, like, you start saying that, you see, like, kind of the life fade from her eyes, and she slumps forward slowly. And dies on the table, and then reverts back into a snake. Kill the snake! It's gonna bite us! No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> it's dead. 
Okay. And with her last breath, though, she says, Go back to the beach. And you guys all of a sudden find yourselves standing on the beach of hibiscus. And now for the really important thing, let's check what was in those parcels. <laughs> we'll do that next week. <laughs> no, I want to see our loot. Please, no. please, I want to know. No, it. no loot yet. <laughs> Don't ruin my beautiful ending. I love it. <laughs> poetic, so my beautiful poetic ending. Don't kill it. <laughs> like, hey. I think I need like 10 drinks before we do any looting whatsoever. <laughs> I have I have a plan about drinking. Just you wait till next episode. I've got a plan. Okay. Alright, so hey everybody, thanks for listening. I know this is probably a little bit of a longer episode uh, than it's the good. ones they we've love done. It. The, than the ones we've been doing lately. Um, we're going to be trying out longer episodes because, you know, uh, we want to pack a little bit more in for you guys. Um, yeah. And now that the uh, the hiatus has bloomed and died, um, we actually That's have a That's a beard bit... games joke, dude. Yes, that is a beard games joke. Um, <laughs> it's a little bit more, uh, you know, we got a little bit more time to actually, uh, record this and do a little bit more. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to some of the stuff I've got planned. I hope my players are. Their silence I should am. speak to that. I'm also I'm... starting a Starfinder campaign for you guys for our interval. Yes. That's not going to be for a long, long time. Yeah, we, got a, we got a hot minute it. before any of I'm that. I'm excited to make stuff for you guys. Yes. And I'm excited to make I mean, stuff with you guys. Eventually, Experiencing Gold will have multiple different arcs and stories. That's oh. why, uh, if you're listening along, we've changed it from a Dungeons & Dragons podcast to a role-playing games podcast. Yep. Yes, thanks for I really want to run a game of fate sam oh, wants yes. to run a game of starfinder and uh keeps gonna do already, 5e you you already heard our dread uh yeah and so Halloween coming special, up so. well actually already out there's going to be dread he's right hell yeah it is hell already out yeah i'm so excited for you to have heard that and me in the future to record that <laughs> there's a weird there's a weird time jump going it's by the really time this cool, is released though. you guys will have we, heard our dread dread episode as, we're, as we're, my dad says my dad says constantly we truly live in the future <laughs> oh man and, and and keith you're gonna need to do some editing magic hey man wasn't that crazy in our dread game when the person who put tequila in my drink is a total asshole, but my brain is even worse because it's thinking I killed it. I would not. <laughs> Happened, I can't believe and when we'll, I... We'll definitely put something there. Oh, without yeah, a doubt. I couldn't believe it when Sam... We will Sam... definitely throw something in there. <laughs> so yeah, we're, we're recording this probably about two weeks in advance of us actually playing the Dread. So yeah, prepare for some weird spliced thing in there. It's doing the white man overbite while it danced to the music that's in the background. <laughs> All right. The what? <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have uh, a great night. This was Thank a very you. fun episode for all of us. I'm emotionally impacted, and I hope you are, too. Bye. I'm fine. I don't know what you're talking about. Keith, Shut you're up, the Keith. worst. You have no feelings. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>